Welcome to the FPC Blanchard Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in today. We also thank you for any comments, likes, suggestions that you may leave on this site. Also, feel free to share this with any of your friends or church members so that they can keep up with our events too. Here we go. And welcome back. Thank you for joining this week. This is going to be episode 16. Uh, Brother Clay's here as well as uh, Joe Prater. We're here today and we're going to be going over Nehemiah 5 again after the sermon Sunday. We kind of led into it a little bit with the last time and this time we're, we can actually get into the meat of some of that and then move on. I believe we got one more week of Nehemiah 5 after this, or this Sunday's it. So this Sunday's it. This past Sunday this was p- it. This past Sunday was it on Nehemiah 5. That's right. So we'll be moving into something else, Nehemiah 6, uh, Nehemiah 6 next week. So, brother, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Um, and just um, you were all over the message last week, man. You had uh, read ahead. I was kind of proud of you. And, uh, man, you, you was kind of like all in my message, and I was just kind of laughing last week as we were doing it. And I was sitting there going, go ahead, Joe, good job, man, way to read ahead. Um, you know, just kind of looked at, at Nehemiah, and uh, being the governor, he kind of gave us a look into the window, kind of gave us a little bit backwards, a little bit forwards, and to see that he was governor during this, this time period, time frame, uh, for, for 12 years. And uh, he had done some great things, man. He didn't uh, he didn't eat from the the governor's table. He could have uh, oppressed the people more. He could have uh, taken their provisions. Could have taken their their stuff. And uh, he decided to be the leader that he was to to not do that. He he had um, he had bankrolled a little bit of money from being in Susa, and uh, so he said, you know what? I don't I don't need that. I can uh, I can provide for myself for my people. And uh, not put any more heavy burdens on them, not put any more tax, and um, and just uh, take care of the folks instead of oppressing them even further than they were. So he met their needs. Um, well, he met their needs when the government was no longer there helping them, or they may not have been there. Uh, he kind of, though I know we kind of talked about it, it, it's really the original mission of the church to support those and, and to support those that are actually working for the church, those that are out there spreading the messages and building the walls and, and getting out there doing the work before the work and everything like that is kind of what we gathered from it and what we talked about last week. I think I started stepping on some of the message with that. But I, I kind of found that interesting that that he, you know, he was an example as well as a uh, a worker that was out there. He didn't let them just figure it out on their own, so... That's right. That's a uh, that's a you know I kind of beat on that a good bit this last weekend. That's a sign of a good leader. He didn't just uh, you know he didn't just say hey uh, start putting stones over here you know do that over there point and, and pick. He he was out there with them leading them. Hey, we need to get this section of the wall put up. We need to get it this high. You know we need to do this, do that. And man, he was just right there working with them. And then in that he saw how hard these folks were working and what they were doing and. And uh, the supply and demand was real. The food sources were were going away fast, and and pretty much just the wealthy had uh, stockpiled up that stuff. And um, he knew that that he could he could buy it because he had the money, he had the uh, clout, so to speak, that they weren't going to gouge him or take advantage of him. And um, 
he just wanted to do it the right way. You know why? Because he knew the law. He knew what was right. He knew what Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy said. And he wasn't putting those heavy taxes on the folks, and he was just taking care of them uh, where they were. And I love that that verse in there. Um, it's probably shirt time again. We may we may make another shirt. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we've made a shirt yeah. called The Work Before the Work, and um, they were on sale to support the mission trip, not to support anything around here, but to help uh, Jamie and Wendy on their uh, – on their journey on the mission trip. But another one is this, he feared God. The fear of God was way more important than the fear of man. And and you see this in these first five chapters of Nehemiah where he feared God more than he feared man. And he was willing to uh, he was willing to stand in that. He was willing to stand up to that. And uh, so I, I think that's another good um, leadership quality that, that he had. He feared God. He wasn't worried about man. <clears throat> yeah, he kind of took the the old governors. I know it talks about in there. The old governors laid certain burdens on the people, and then once he got into that position, he was able to kind of come in and and say, "Hey, look, that was the way it was." It even mentions in there that the governor put such provisions on the people that even the governor's servants had rule over the people. And then once he came in there, he he specifically says he did not. Because of the fear of God, right. because he knew, like you're saying, all the laws and the sure. the different things. Going. Well, with him being the governor, it's kind of like what I, another fact that I brought out or a point was, um, you know, in Jesus' day, that's why they hated the tax collector so bad, because um, you know the the government put on these heavy taxes, and this tax collector also put on his an additional burden. Kind of like today, and I brought this one out. You know, I uh, think you can understand this one with somebody maybe in your family being a sheriff. Um, you know, it, it started out with the governor, then maybe like a mayor that we can understand that in our lifetime. You know, a mayor, a city councilman, and all that. They could have actually imposed more sanctions. So where they were feeding their family, filling their pockets, making their um, as as I'd probably say in my my wording, their bankroll bigger. They were they could bank money for themselves, and he was saying, "No, I'm not doing that. Right. Not me, and nor the leadership underneath me will be doing this. Yeah, God I, will provide." Right, and that was that's kind of in in the provisions. It even gives very specific for those that like numbers. It gives specifically he had over 150 at his table alone. And not to mention the other workers that it says in there and how much, you know, even to the point that they didn't buy the land, they they worked. Mm-hmm. They worked the land. They came in and they did what they need to do. So Right. Well, most, <clears throat> if you take it back into today's thought process, you know, like a senator or governor, um, state representative or something like that, they could see where maybe um, let's go into a, a, a poor area or whatever and, uh, man, let's buy them out or they may – can see some things us as the common people may not be able to see and uh, go in there and they could buy, you know, I know of a certain area uh, that, that that was done and uh, bought out thousands of acres in an area because uh, he, he knew that he could do it and different things right. like that. So Taking advantage taking of advantage. And, yeah, um, wait until the people in hard times and wait until they become dependent on the gover- mm-hmm. governors and the governments that's established. And, mm-hmm. and he really... The back then, once those taxes and things came about, they own. I mean, like we've talked about, they own the people. Yeah, 
So it was Nehemiah's charge to come in and, and set the example and and uh, kind of move those things forward. Well, it's kind of like that thought process of nowadays, buy low, sell mm-hmm. high. And he had the opportunity to buy very low while the people were in a famine. They were starving, so mm-hmm. he could have bought it really cheap. And uh, But that's not what he was there for. He wasn't there to be an entrepreneur. He was there to be a leader. He was there to get that wall put back to not be a reproach to God because the people were looking back at these other nations, these other peoples uh, were looking and going, wow, that's your God really takes care of you, doesn't he? <laughs> your city's in reproach. It's in disrepair. It looks horrible. And uh, so he was just saying, nope, my God's faithful. I fear him. We're going to put this wall together. That's what he. That was the mission that he brought me there to do. And it wasn't about buying land. wasn't about buying this and that, buying slaves. It was about taking care of the people. Yeah, it's kind of neat as it moves, as we move forward through it, you see the, you know, first he was having to persuade the people. They didn't really understand. But then once he got them persuaded, got them working, started taking care of them, uh, provided the provisions for the people, he became that example that that everyone wants to be for someone else. And it's, it to put it in perspective, I think of today, it would kind of be like, and and I'm not saying by any means this is, this is our preacher, but it'd be a preacher saying, hey, we need to get out in the community, and then the preacher charges you to go to the community, schedules events, and then never shows up. Right. I mean, Nehemiah was... Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder, doing the work, protecting, and some of the images that that you've shown us in the sermons, and if, if you are near your computer or listening to this, just Google sometime Nehemiah's work on the wall and click on images... And it shows all the images, all those old pictures and, and drawings that people did, and it's their shoulder to shoulder. Someone's got a sword. Someone's got spears. Some people are just handing uh, bricks left and right. The, there's kids that are there working. There's there's women that are taking care of the kids and, and things like that. So uh, shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. work before the work because they know what's coming. And then now in Nehemiah 6, we start seeing the fruits of their labor and how it actually protects them. I don't want to step on toes, but there there's some people that are really paying attention to this and they're um they're gonna start really putting the pressure on Nehemiah and and really try to to affect his life and the the followers right. uh, God's followers at this point. Mm-hmm. Is that correct well, I'm not in going saying into that six. I, we don't want to go into six. I know into we six. can't go because I'm going to stay right here because I want to bring out another another portion here that not only did Nehemiah not put a, a, a tax on the people, not only did he not go into entrepreneur mode, he went into uh, how he fed the people with one ox. And then this is a really good word here, a six choice sheep. He didn't go out into the field. He didn't. He didn't call his his guys and say, "Hey, bring me the one with the broke leg. Bring me the one with the with the poked out eye. Bring me the you know the one that has a limp or something like that." He gave the people the very best. And I brought out in the first service. Um, that's how we should be. We we should bring God our very best. We shouldn't bring Him our leftovers. We shouldn't bring Him our um, what I got left, you know, we should bring him our first fruits, our best offerings, our best gifts, not just financially, but with our time, with our talents. There's many people in our church that are talented that can do many, many things, 
and uh, we see lots of them. Man, last week we had guys painting uh, adult uh, three and adult five, uh, one outside. That uh, we call them around here T buildings, and um, man, just an eighty plus year old guy leading the charge, leading the band, uh, working. Um, had some other guys out there spraying it, <clears throat> and they painted those two big old buildings in a day and a half. And uh, that just shows me, man, our choice time, our choice. They got here early. You know what? God blessed them, too, with some uh, really nice days out there. It was kind of cool for uh, June. The wind was blowing pretty good, and they had some good cloud cover, and uh, they were able to do it. And, uh, you know, if you got out there, it was just sweet unity, man. They were just laughing and and cutting up, getting those things done. We've had uh, other guys come in here and do some plumbing things. We've had some other ones do some electrical stuff and – you know, the storm uh, tore up a few things. People picked up limbs. We got a, I think we call them the uh, uh, grass team six or something like that that cuts over 50 acres out here and uh, have been doing it, you know, without complaint, without fuss, you know, for this last year and a half or so. And I've uh, been out there uh, spraying in the cracks and killing killing um, weeds and grass. And, you know, if you just – you just drive by here, you can just see where people put the time in. They give give some extra, but you know what? I know I get kind of fussed about this because I'm I'm not uh, Mister Uplift and Mister Upbeat, but you know, there's people that do sit on the sidelines and just watch other people work. You know, and I, I just try to challenge everybody to work. It's not just that I'm I'm picking on certain people, certain age groups, certain this, certain that. I just want to see all of us, just like in Nehemiah's day. Shoulder to shoulder, right. getting the work done, you know, loving on each other, providing. You know, not everybody's an eye, not everybody's a nose, not everybody's an ear. We're called the body of Christ. And so we just need to be a body out there, you know, doing it. Um, I'm very thankful in the giving right now. Man, people have just stepped up on the financial side where, you know, most times you're you're behind going into summer, you know, eight, fifteen, twenty thousand behind budget. We were right on spot. Now we're probably going to face the summertime blues. People going out of uh, out of town and stuff like this. You're going to see a lot of vacations probably this year because for the last uh, year and a half, people were restricted, couldn't go anywhere. But uh, you know, I fear God more than I fear man, yeah. and I know He's going to come through. And uh, we're going to meet budget, and we're going to do all those kind of things. But, man, here's another exciting thing I look forward to because I know we're going to get finished here in just a second. But um, concert in the park with Ben Waits. I've been knowing Ben a long time. Um, Ben's going to bring it, man. He, he's a gifted uh, musician. He, he's going to be a gifted voice. He'll be in the park uh, July 11th. Uh, his concert will be from 6 to 7, but we're going to do some cool things, man. We're going to play ball on our ball field. Uh, you got the walking track. We're gonna put out some wet slides, some dry slides for the kids. We got frisbee golf, frisbee golf, jumpers, um, all kind of fun stuff. We're gonna break out the old chuck wagon. Have some when hot is that dogs. again? That'll be July eleventh. July eleventh till eight o'clock. And um, it's gonna sound funny because you just said this. Old pastor man won't be here. Um, I will be taking my family on a vacation. Uh, it's that time of the year for us, but I'm all behind the scenes right now trying to get everything lined out. Right. And uh, we have gifted leadership as well that's going to be uh, out there uh, with Ben and the different guys. And so uh, looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, that's that's the 
the thing about the leadership in the church, you're really starting to see that come around where it you never miss a beat. You don't you don't miss anything because there's so many people starting to do some things, and there's pl- still plenty more to do. Everybody's got a task or a chore that they can do, so uh, everybody has their sheep they can give. Mm-hmm, I guess right. to the to the deal. That's right. I got one more plug, man. All right. So uh, you know, there's a thing going on up in in. Uh, from me from South Louisiana, we say North Louisiana. Right here in this North Louisiana is a man, men of courage. Yep, and um, we've we've uh, joined in in the northwest section of of uh, North Louisiana with men of courage, and we're going to have an event July twentieth. Uh, man Church uh, will be here, and uh, we'll be hosting that. We're going to do some pulled pork sandwiches, some fixings, and all that, and. So that's free. So manly music. Our our very own new worship leader, brother Kirk, will be leading leading the men in a uh, in some worship, and then we'll uh, have a manly message, and then a manly meal, and have a good time of fellowship. So July twentieth. Look forward to seeing folks. And all here. this will be on the website. That's right. It's all on the website on the calendar on the website. Um, check out the website. It has all of our current events. Has ways to contact us. Emails to contact. Uh, any information that you need from from uh, the giving, if you're out of town yeah. and you want to, you need to pay your tithes. You can give the giving there, and then also, like we said, the calendar and any of our updated uh, events that we have. So, brother, is there anything else? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it with how Nehemiah closed it. All right, he always closed things with prayer. Let's do and, it. And uh, this is what he said right here <clears throat> in verse 19: Remember me, my God, for good, according to all that I have done. For this people, and so you know, we just we Nehemiah gave us some great leadership things there, and everything we do, uh, close it out with prayer. So I'm gonna do that today, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys here on Sunday. And uh, don't forget, we do Bible studies on Wednesdays. Have things yep. for our children, kids, preschoolers, youth, and Sundays are at eight for the early worship, and then the. Um Later worship is going to be at the 1030 time, and then there's Sunday school in between. Uh, same messages, same songs, same service, same people uh, delivering the messages and the songs and stuff. So come join us if you if you want to. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we'd love to see you. And Brother Clay, you're going to close this in. Close us. All right. Father God, Lord, we thank you for another day you've given us. Lord, thank you for one more means of where we can get out the Word and God talk about... Uh, the things that you're doing, and God, what you've already done. And so, Father, we thank you for this book you've given us called the Bible. Lord, I pray it inspire us, it challenge us, and it help us to uh, follow you and uh, worship you better. God, we love you and thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us on the First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast today. Uh, Please follow us, like us down there so you can be notified when the new episodes come out. If you have any comments or suggestions, leave those below. Also, if there's any way we could pray for you, please contact us. Let us know, 318-929-2346. Or also, you can catch us at www.fbcblanchard.com. Go to the contact page. You'll find all the info you need. Thank you again. We're praying for you. You have a blessed day.